Hello and welcome to the Raiders Podcast UK. Um, yeah, this isn't the usual hosts. Um, this is Dave. Uh, I own First and Ten and I'm on the main First and Ten podcast. So, you know, listen to that if you want. I think we're going to post this on both. So, yeah, this might sound weird to some of you. Um, this week, Russell headed down to Raiders practice. Um, yeah, he got some got some audio from uh, John Gruden, Derek Carr, Tahir Whitehead, and uh, Trent Brown. So, yeah, we'll put that together in one podcast for you to listen to. Um, if you want to get involved in these sort of things, say, what, five weeks ago, um, Russell basically signed up to do the Raiders podcast. And then, yeah, this week he was at Raiders practice talking to John Gruden and Derek Carr. So, yeah, if there's something new you're interested in or want to get involved in, then get in contact with us. Uh, if you head to firstand10.co.uk, you can find the details there or on our Twitter and Facebook pages. We're at firstand10 underscore on Twitter and firstand10 on Facebook. Well, I won't hang around too much more. So, first up, we have John Gruden. So, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Excited to be here. Uh, play again in London. And... Uh... Hi coach, good to have you back in the UK. Um, you only came over on the Friday, 12 months ago, so what was the thought process behind giving yourselves a full week this time? Uh, I learned a valuable lesson that uh, we need a little bit more time to get acclimated. And, um, you know, this is my first time last year coming to London playing football. I'm used to playing home games at home. Uh, so I made a mistake and uh, tried to correct it this year. Hopefully it shows on the field. John, what is the challenge of scheming for Khalil Mack when he's a guy who tries to sack the football, not just sack the quarterback? Well, the problem is you're not just scheming for him. You know, Floyd is, is uh, not a bag of rocks. He's a guy's a great player. They have two of the best inside players in the league, and they have a great blitz scheme. Uh, so it's easier said than done. Let's put two guys on Mack. They blitz enough where you can't get help. You know, that's why we, we brought in Trent Brown. That's why we drafted Colt Miller in the first round. You know, those guys are going to have some tough snaps against a great player. What was your reaction to the perfect suspension? I'm not really going to say anything. I'm, I'm, I've talked to Runyon in the league office. He knows how I feel. It hurts our team really bad. And um, I'm anxious to see what the appeal says. I'm not happy about it at all. And um, I don't want to say anything else. I'm uh, obviously upset about it. On the same note, uh, Nevin Lawson, did he travel with the team? Yes, he did. He's out here today. And uh, we're happy to have Nevin back. Um, he'll help us in a lot of areas. He's a versatile player. It's, it's quite well known that the schedules and the way that things lined up for you guys to start the season was something that a lot of people talked about as maybe making it tough to start. We played in Canada. We're going to get a chance to play two home games in foreign countries before October. Um, we're kind of like the Rolling Stones, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, it's a challenge. We've got a lot of great opponents coming up, but uh, they don't get any tougher than the Bears. We're just anxious to go out there and see how we stack up. Uh, coach, um, you're kind of well known for like the long hours that you put in with your work ethic, how, how much does the travel like mess up your, your own schedule a little bit? And do you think that with all the travelling involved, um, that a, a franchise in London is realistic? And I don't know. I think you have to ask the commissioner that. You know, he's um, got a lot more intel than I do. It's only my second time over here. But um, hopefully we played better. That's all I can concern myself with is 
trying to play better than we did the last time. What have you been doing this week to try and make this as normal of a week as possible for the players leading up to Sunday? Well, we played the Colts on Sunday and we got on the plane and we tried to have a very uh, consistent work week. You know, to yesterday was a player's day off. It was a coach's day to grind and get the game plan together. Today's a normal Wednesday. Um, so it's going to be a, a, a normal rhythm in terms of the schedule. And um, even the setup here at the hotel is phenomenal. This is a great setup. Uh, we have no excuses not to play well. Any differences from a normal uh, week as, as far as the preparations? Uh, well, the big difference is a number of players that you know were missing. Tyrell Williams didn't practice. Farrell didn't practice. Montez Perfect is not here. The NFL has uh, decided to not let him play. Uh, so we've had to um, mix things up and, and, and try to creatively get our, our reps in. Um, and that's what we did today. Hello, Coach. Uh, uh, could you please talk us through the acclimatization process that you had to go through because of the jet lag that you had? Uh, the, the I pretty much feel like I have jet lag all the time, you know. So, um, look, we have a great trainer here, A.J. Nibel and his staff. We have a great nutritionist. We have, um, you know, great trainers. Rod Martin's been around a long time, so we just take their advice. Uh, we, we came here and we tried to keep the players active until the early part of the evening. Uh, we did everything that we were advised to do uh, last year when we came. They did what I advised them to do, and you see it didn't work out. So now we're actually listening to people that know what they're doing, and hopefully it helps our performance. Coach, a lot of uh, Raiders fans obviously in the UK. Um, how is the, obviously the new stadium with the first game ever being played uh, at Tottenham's new ground, how is that going to impact the uh, on-field performance from you? I can't wait to see it, honestly. I, I take a lot of interest in the venues across the, 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 the nation, United States. And I've heard a lot about Wembley Stadium and a lot of the, the cool places that are out there. So I consider this a great experience. I'm anxious to see it. I bet both teams really enjoy uh, seeing something that's as spectacular as this stadium is, is, is advertised to be. In terms of playing, like you said, against the really tough defense in the Bears, um, do you think that will have any impact on those kind of fourth and short, fourth and goal decisions where you're thinking that you have limited chances to punch it in and you're going to be more aggressive? I don't know. I, you know, you might need five downs against the Bears. You know, my, my brother I saw went forward on fourth and inches last week and they forced a fumble on a quarterback sneak. So every foot you make against this defense is a hard-earned foot. And uh, we're going to have to be at our best. There's no question. This is um, the cream of the crop. And... Um, It'll be a good uh, gauge as to where we are. Hopefully, we get some guys that are healthy that can go out and compete. John, curious, as somebody who's been around the league, observed the league for a while, what has stood out about the way that Chuck Pagano has kind of schemed up the Bears defense this year? You know, there's not a lot of, I don't think there's radical changes in, in the, the structure of the defense. They're still a 3-4 defense. They still are very multiple. You know, they can play a number of fronts in their base and their sub. And they've got great players on all three levels. And, uh, you know, you don't need a, a whole lot of schemes, honestly, when you have players like they have. They have uh, some of the best run stuffers I have seen. Uh, Hicks, Goldman, they're outstanding players. They're deep. 
They got they got guys that are first year guys, undrafted players. I don't know who they are, but they're great players. They pop off the film. They're powerful, strong, athletic people, and uh, they recover. You know, the, the linebacking core can recover. They're one on one tacklers. They're into football, and uh, they're 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 a lot of fun to watch. Given the, given the Bears held the Vikings to 40 yards on the ground, is there any advice that you're giving to Josh Jacobs at the moment? No, uh, I don't advise him. He advises me. Good job. What's uh, J.J. Nelson's status? And you mentioned Farrell um, and uh, Williams. What was their status as far as the game? Don't know. Right now, I'd, uh, I'd say they're questionable. You know, uh, Tyrell has a foot. He's been really, you know, he's been hindered with some injuries the last few games. So I don't know. I don't know. Farrell's in concussion protocol, and J.J. was a late scratch lap last week. So I don't know what Dwayne Harris' status is going to be. Uh, that's why I'll go see what the trainer has to say uh, right after this meeting. One more? Coach, the, the Bears have not let uh, any team score more than 15 points in any of the four games, and they got uh, six sacks against the Vikings last weekend. Um, how's, the, how's the game plan uh, shaping up towards that, those stats? Well, so like you say, they're a good team. You know, we're going to have to be able to do what we did last week, which is have some balance. They're going to have to have some running game and some ability to throw the ball in some obvious situations. But Derek Carr is going to have to play his best football. Uh, not like that, we're going to have to play great around him. And it would help if we could get some field position for a change. Our defense and our special teams, they got to get us some field position. Maybe they can get some turnovers to help us out. So that was John Gruden. Uh, next up, we have Trent Brown. Trent, last year you had some success blocking Khalil Mack when you were with New England. What sort of went into that? What can you take away from that game going into Sunday? Um, I think I just relied on technique. Uh, just really did what I was supposed to do. I did my job. New England's slogan. What what specifically does Khalil do so well that makes him such a difficult matchup? Everything. <laughs> I mean, it's, the guy's a special talent for sure. Um, definitely got to bring your A game whenever you're playing a guy of, of such caliber. Um, and just got to do it again Sunday. Um, Coach Gruden made a real emphasis on the fact that when you're defending against the Bears, it isn't just a case of Khalil Mack, and they have so many other guys that are really talented. Do you find that sometimes when you're the one blocking Khalil Mack, the other guys just putting that extra bit of work to know that if you can do your job, you guys have got to make sure you don't let anyone else do as well? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the object of the game is to do your job. Everybody, all five of us have to do the best we can to keep DC up right, um, or whoever's back there for that matter. Anything else? Hey, Trevor, you excited about playing here in London? How, how excited are you about this opportunity to play here? Uh, it's pretty cool. It's my first time being in London. Um, hopefully, we can leave here with a win going into the bye week. Uh, just needed to start the second quarter of the season, start off on the right track. Hey Trent, last game we saw you walk off or run off with an injury uh, to your ankle. How's your ankle today? I'll be ready Sunday. Trent, can you tell us a bit about this Raiders team and where, where you feel this group is right now, four games into the season? Um, I think uh, the first quarter of the season we were we trying to find our identity. Um, maybe guys may not have been too sure if, if we could 
think we've had what we needed to win in this league. But I think I think guys pretty much feel like we can we can win and compete with anybody. And uh, I think we'll see that going forward. What do you think is your identity for this team? What would uh, you guys find out about yourselves? Um, I think we got to play smash mouth football. We got to run the ball. Uh, we got to stay on track. Heads and chains, try to play in third and short. And um, defensively, just keep everything in front of us and get some takeaways and control the clock offensively. How was the preseason this year, considering that you had the Hard Knocks documentary crew? Did that affect uh, your preparations in any way? Nah, I mean, it was just a few extra cameras around. It's always cameras. <coughs> When you guys have come out in the scripted portion of the game plan at the start of games, you've looked really strong and you've you've had it so that in a couple of the games you've started really early, put put the points on the board straight away. How important do you think that is specifically against this Bears defense? Uh, we gotta we gotta put our foot on the gas and, and leave it on. Um, you know they're struggling a bit offensively due to uh, not having their starting quarterback right now, so we gotta really control the clock this week um, and try to stay on the field as much as possible. Yeah, Trent, uh, what do you make of the decision about coming over so early? Because most teams have already come over at Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You've obviously come over on the Monday. How's that impacted the team? Uh, I think it was a great decision for us to go ahead and come over here and get adjusted to the time change. Uh, I think that'll farewell for us Sunday. Next up, we hear from Tahir Whitehead. Yeah! <laughs> what up with it? I'm all asking at once. What did you see, if anything, change in the Bears' offense when uh, Chase Daniel came in for Mitch Trubisky on film in week four? In week four, you uh, pretty much saw him switch to the game plan. Uh, I think uh, Trubisky and uh, Daniels, they're pretty much the same player. You know, they moved pretty well. And they had good arms. They, um, you know, that system is an Andy Reid type system. RPO style, you know, get good guys on the edge, you know, a bunch of crossers, mess with your eyes type of formations and games and stuff. So um, I didn't see a change. So here you came to London, saw the stadium a couple months back in, in the kind of more relaxed setting, and you saw it again yesterday in the football when there was a, a, a soccer match being played. How do you find the stadium kind of in that vibe of when there's actually a load of fans in it? Are you excited to play there after seeing it in action? Electric. Seeing it last night in that form was amazing. That was my first uh, soccer match, and you know it was it was a good one to go to. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, they kind of you know lost, but um, the stadium and seeing when it's filled with fans, it was good to see. Can we get your reaction to the perfect suspension, and how does that change the defense going into Sunday without him out there? No, obviously it's uh, extremely disappointing uh, for me. You know, um, haven't known him long. You know, prior to him coming to the team, but in a short period of time, we got really close, and that was re that become really like my brother. And you know, just understanding and knowing how hard he worked to. You know, with the perception that was out there about him, how hard he worked to not be that guy, is really that's frustrating for me to see. You know, the the penalty that's been handed down to him, but uh, 
we just have to step it up. You know, we all have to chip in, you know, pull it together and make sure that, you know, we play for him now and honestly just play, you know, hard the way he played the game and making sure that we're pulling in the same direction. You know, the, the standard is the standard. We have to go out there and execute. We have to go out there and win, and win games. Coach, what does You've played in London more than the average player. Have you been giving much advice to other guys specifically on how you found it when you played and you've you've had some time where you're maybe used to it now? Have you given specific advice on what they should do to prepare and be ready to play at their best? Yeah, you know, pretty much it's just uh, find a routine and get into that routine as, as fast as possible. You know, um, back at home, it's pretty much it's easy to have everything, you know, access to everything that you need and want. Who you need to call for your massages and whatever you need, but here you, know, you really have to get into the swing of things. So I just recommended that they find you know exactly what they need to do for their bodies, find it quick, and you know being you know, at this facility, they've made it a lot easier uh, for us to be able to do that. And um, I think guys are taking advantage of it. The biggest thing is making sure you get on on the proper sleep pattern. Uh, at the end of the day, that's you know you can't beat sleep. That's that gives your body the opportunity to recharge. So you know, that was that was really the only thing I you know gave Thoughts on a Bears offense that maybe without Mitch Trubisky? One more time. Thoughts on a bear, on the Bears offense that maybe without Mitch Trubisky? Obviously, we're having more time uh, for Daniels to you know, operate the system. Uh, I think. We can expect some some slight changes, but um, as I stated earlier, you know they're pretty much the same guy, and uh, I think they're going to run their stuff. You know they have explosive guys on the on the outside, have some good running backs, um, solid up front and offensive line. I think uh, you know we have the coach calling the plays. You know, they're going to run their stuff. I think they feel confident in just doing that and feeling like they can go out there and put up a lot of points. So. Is really going to fall on us to do our job and make sure we execute our game plan and have 11 guys where they need to be. Given what we've seen the Bears defense do through the first month of the season, how much importance has been placed on your group, the Raiders defense, to up your game on Sunday and get the ball back to give the offense more opportunities? Uh, they've definitely been playing great defense, and but at the end of the day, it's not a matter of what they're doing on defense. Um, I think goes back to what I just said. We have to focus on us. We have to have 11 guys, you know, on defense just doing their job. Do your 11. You know, you can't spread yourself too, th too thin and try to do another guy's job because then, you know, that creates holes in the defense. And for us, you know, um, as long as we understand our scheme, understand, understand the, the game plan, and we go out there and execute that game plan, you know, we'll be okay. You know, at the end of the day, if they don't score, they don't win. You know, and if we have to score on defense, so be it. But I have faith in our offense to go out there and, you know, execute some big plays. You know, we have a big-time offense, so we're going to go out there, we're going to play as a team, and, you know, we're going to go out there and ball. What have you learned about your defense these first four games? Uh, when we're on, we're on. When we're not, no, we're not. And in the games where we struggle, we realize it's just a matter of guys. You know, just trying to you know press the issue, go out there, and make plays, and just harping on you know 
just do your job. And that's been the message pretty much the last few weeks. And you know, when we had 11 guys just doing their job within the scheme and the defense, you know, the plays that you're supposed to make, you you make them. And the, you know, the, the big plays, they'll come to you. So it really is just a matter of doing uh, doing your job. I feel like it, your game's elevated this year. What's what's your approach been differently this year that's given you this early success? Same approach as always, you know, take care of your body, make sure I'm available. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's a, uh, this statement is uh, you can't make the club in the tub. You know, it's like if you're hurt, you're banged up, you're off the field, you know, you're not able to you know, be successful in this game. So I take pride in taking care of my body to make sure that I'm on the field. So that's you know, where everything starts. And then outside of that, you know, this is my eighth year in the league. Just with each year, you understand the game that much more. And obviously, you know, last year, it being my first year in the scheme, uh, you know, just getting to understanding that was probably, you know, just trying to get comfortable with everything. And then year two of the scheme, you know, and along with the experience, it just helps me that much more. So, you know, I, I don't prepare any different differently than I have in the past. It's, it's just a better matter of me understanding the scheme a lot better. Given that, uh, given that you're going to have to make checks and do some maybe uh, additional things pre-snap, how, how vital is that kind of scheme comfort and kind of taking over a lot of what Fontes was was uh, doing uh, in the middle? Do you feel com uh, comfortable and confident in uh, everything that you're going to be asked to uh, do now? Um, yeah, I, I felt extremely confident. You know, it was, uh, you know, it was something I had to do last year. You know, anyways, it's something I've done. Pretty much my whole career, you know, having the green dot and making sure I get everyone lined up, get the checks and the calls and everything. So there's no added stress to answer your question. You know, um, I'm comfortable, comfortable with doing that and getting the calls executed. Uh, it's just a matter of making sure the guys that we have playing, you know, ever getting everyone on the same page. So and I think being here and you know being all in the hotel together, it's that training camp mentality where we have more time to meet. We have more time to come together and get on the same page, work out all of the kinks. You know, right now, you know, it's, it's ground time. Just a couple more. How difficult is it for you to prepare when an offense likes to use multiple different running backs in very different styles and ways? For example, obviously, they have Terry Cohen who can do a lot through the air, but they also even get Cordero Patterson involved and they do things that may be unpredictable. How much more difficult does that make it for you and what do you do to prepare for that? It's, uh, that's def it's definitely difficult when you have a team, you know, that's uh, as balanced as the Bears. You know, they can hit you all types of ways, you know, through the air, you know, reverses, throwback passes, all types of stuff. Um, I think it really just comes down to having everyone do their job, you know, and understanding the scheme and just having faith in the scheme that it's going to take care of itself. So um, when you have a team, you know, as such, you just go out there and you execute the game plan, you execute your rules, uh, I, would, I would say, and you'll be okay. Is there a part of you that enjoys playing the middle more than playing outside, or is there any part of you that like, likes the new role? For me, uh, I haven't played you know, the, in the middle you know, the last few years. Uh, I think from, you know, from my vantage point, it gives me the ability to flow to both sides of the field, sideline to sideline, which is my strength, versus playing on the outside. 
you know, it's, you were pretty much cut off from certain plays because you had to have a further uh, way to travel. So um, being in the middle, I think it just gives me more opportunity to make more plays. Could it be your best spot? That could be where your best at, you think, or? Wherever you pick me and put me, I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. Versatile. You know, versatility is the game of the game. And, you know, um, I think that's what's also allowed me to stick around for so long. You know, I've, I've played every linebacker position in the 4-3 uh, defense, and, you know, I can do it all. So I take pride in that and being able to understand the scheme and go out there and be able to play in the position the coach pretty much puts you in. You know, that says a lot about, you know, the faith that the coaches have in me and what I put out there, you know, uh, how hard I work to make sure that I understand the scheme. You know, it's like in the Minnesota Viking game, we have guys going down and coming in and out. And I would essentially play like five line, different linebacker positions in that game. And that, that's no small feat at all. You really have to have a uh, big understanding of, you know, football and the scheme to be able to do that. Did you say you're looking forward to playing against Khalil this week? <laughs> I was waiting for uh, I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Uh, that's my brother. Uh, I love him to death. Everyone knows that. Um, he's one of my best friends. We'll be friends when we're all old and hopefully he, him with kids. You know, uh, I'm trying to nudge him in that direction. Um, but uh, you know, this week is different. We're competing against each other. So it's back to the pool basketball mentality for me. You know, used to get me in the backfield so quickly. Uh, do you change anything with your internal clock or anything with somebody like him in a game like this? I mean, you know, I've played against a lot of great pass rushers. Um, DeMarcus Square, Vaughn Miller, um, Khalil every day in practice for, you know, I've seen like five years, uh, you know, and, um, you know, there's, if you start thinking about who's on the field, you know, and things like that, you're aware the game plan will help with that, um, you know, but you have to just play quarterback. Uh, and that's how I've always been. No matter if it's a good corner, uh, you, you know, you can't throw certain routes on. Well, hopefully, we're not calling certain things where the routes have to go there. You know, uh, and coaches do obviously their homework and they're great at that. So um, for me, I just play football. Um, but if I am going to get in a fight with anybody, it'll be him. With the uh, the game against Kansas City, there was a couple of miscommunications where there was just some little mistakes that yeah. you guys wanted to rectify based on the communication element. Yes. How important do you think it is to really hone in on the non-verbal stuff before you play in a game where it's going to be really loud all the time and not just for when the defense is on the field? Oh yeah. So you know that's why it's nice. Um, that was a big. Uh, what would you say? That was a big factor for us going into last week, right, on the road in Indianapolis. That's a loud environment. Um, communication was a key point for us, nonverbal and verbal. And uh, you know, to have that week before we came here, is, it, it helps a lot for sure. Derek Khalil loves talking about how he, he doesn't try to sack the quarterback; he tries to sack the football. How mm -hmm. how does that specifically affect your internal clock of trying to protect the ball while also still trying to go through your progressions and make your throws? Sometimes those guys just make great plays. You know, um, you know, Von Miller literally took the ball from my hands, you know, when, you know, like you, you can't, I'm not going to be dropping back looking at Khalil, you know, I'm not, I don't drop back and look at Vaughn. Sometimes those guys just make great plays, that's why they're Hall of Fame players, you know. Um, you just have to drop back, be on time with your throws, and get the ball out, you know, uh, whether it's down the field, whether it's intermediate or short, whatever the play dictates, 
you just have to be on time with that certain play. Um, because if you're thinking about, oh no, I gotta hold the ball over here, he's over there, you're gonna mess up your mechanics and all that kind of stuff. Can you talk about Trevor Davis? Is he getting acclimated to the system? Are we gonna see him more wide receiver this week? Yeah, abs uh, absolutely. You know, I think he's getting more um, you know, used to hearing the calls and you know the adjustments on the routes. Obviously, Coach Gruden's offense is very complicated. Um, so for him to come in and you know, and what was it, two weeks ago, and to ask him to play you know, every snap and have every hand signal and have all that, that was asking a lot. You know, uh, he had a couple that a couple of plays that probably, he probably wanted back, right? Um, and uh, you know that that's going to happen. I mean, we're we're doing our best. We're growing. Um, but I will say this is out of practice. He had a lot of confidence. You could tell that, that the long touchdown run, the other run, uh, just him getting to play you know, in our system, uh, the way he came out to practice today, you could tell he's full of confidence, and, and I really liked it. What are your thoughts on the perfect suspension? Was it fair, and how will it affect the team this, this week? Well, it'll affect us that he won't be out there. You know, um, He's a captain. Uh, I think the hard thing... The hard thing for me to understand is we say you know we're all about people, but sometimes we don't get to know people, right? Uh, I think he's one of the most misunderstood people um, in the NFL. Uh, you know, I, don't, I didn't know anything about him except what some friends that were you know from LA played high school football with him told me. You know, uh, and when he showed up, he quickly turned into one of my favorite teammates I've ever had. He's one of the most genuine, awesome people I've ever been around. He's a great teammate. Uh, he works his tail off. And he's a great guy, to be honest with you. Um, I know that he's had history uh, in other places, but I think people change. Um, I don't think he was trying to hurt that man. The man was going down. You know, we can, you see it all the time. There's flags flying everywhere. You know, but if we think about football, the guy caught it here, and he's already going to hit him, and he's starting to go down. Obviously, you're going to hit him a little higher than you expected. Um, you know, we see other people choking people out, and they're going to play this Sunday. We see other people and people in the helmets, and they're going to play this Sunday, and Vontaze Perfect won't play the rest of the year. I think that's a little excessive, if you ask me. I don't think it's fair um, if we really got to know the guy. Um, if the people making the decisions really knew that, uh, you know, the, the guy that we know uh, inside our building. So uh, I'm just being as honest as I can be, because that's who I am. He's a great person. Uh, his heart is broken because he's not playing football. The guy just wants to play football. We don't get a lot of time to play this game in our lives, right? Um, some of us, uh, you know, don't get a lot of years to do this. You know, I've broken many of bones. Um, I'm sure he's had plenty of injuries. Uh, so to be suspended for something like that for a whole season and puts another year on your legs, uh, you know, does a whole other. It, it's just there's a lot that goes into that that I guess we just throw out the window. So um, I know the history situation and all that kind of stuff, but this one, uh, especially with what went on the, during the week, uh, if we're going to be fair. Um, we need to be fair with everybody. Hi, Jake. Um, Josh Jacobs made a really good start to his career, played really, really well last week. Um, he arrived, or the, the draft pick arrived, as part of the, of the Khalil Mack trade. Oh, yeah. um, with, with the way he's played, and obviously you've been friends with Khalil, who do you think has won that trade? Who's won the trade? <laughs> I think both teams are winning the trade. <laughs> I think if you can get Khalil Mack on your team, you're winning. And if you can get Josh Jacobs on your team, you're winning. Uh, I think that's the best way to do it. Two more, guys. Um, can you tell us about your experiences last night at the game, the atmosphere, the stadium? Yeah, oh my goodness, that was amazing. Um, I've never been in a stadium that the acoustics were that good. You know, I know, I'm nerding out a little bit, but um, yeah, just the, I've never been to, obviously, a Premier League match either, um, like that, where 
the crowd is so into it at all moments, every play. They are singing back and forth. They're jumping in rhythm. That, like it was, it's one of my favorite things I've ever experienced. If if the NFL could turn into something like that, it'd be a pretty special thing. And the stadium? The stadium looks unbelievable. It's first class. You know, we were able to go up into the to the chairman's suite um, and meet the chairman, owner, you know, and all of those people wearing nice suits when I did not have one. <laughs> I felt very underdressed. Um, but, uh, you know, just the details on everything, it was it was ridiculous. And I didn't, what I didn't know is that at halftime, they all went inside and they all sit at a table and have tea. That was, that was new to me also. Uh, but it was, it was a, I was honored uh, that they allowed us to be there. It was a really fun experience and I had a great time. Derek, last year you guys came late in the week. This year you came for the whole week, and you have kind of a Napa set up here. Yeah. Uh, what differences in the impact do you think that's going to have on Sunday? Uh, I definitely feel better. Um, that's for sure. My body feels better. I know our team feels better. Um, you know, having that day off uh, when you first get here, um, and then having another day off after that to rest and get right and eat, get your get your metabolism going back the right way, and things like that. Um, you know, as a family man, I hate it, if I'm going to be honest, but as a quarterback, I love it. Um, so uh, I think coming the whole week is a, is a good good move. Last one, Vic. All right, one more about uh, Mac. What do you remember about your first time here with him back in 2014? Uh, what do you remember from that trip? Uh, with, with Khalil on the team? Yeah. Um, I remember we lost and I got hurt. <laughs> that sucked. Um, but, the good uh, stuff. The, yeah, the good stuff. I, I mean... I mean, we were nonstop joking all the time. You know, I mean, like I said, he's one of my best friends, right? Um, you know, we're, that's, that's, I'm sure he probably said, that's my brother, you know? Like, uh, we just sitting in the team meeting room, he's always sitting next to me, right across from me, right in the front row, you know? Uh, you know, we go, we go eat, we're sitting together. You know, we, we're on the practice field and talking trash to him. He's coming by and slapping me when he, you know, gets a sack, you know? Just, uh, you know, we just, we had fun because what we were trying to do is, him and I together in our, our class, we were trying to change a culture, like, and we, we did, you know, like we really, we really started changing. We went back to the playoffs for the first time in however many years it was at that moment, right? And doing something like that when it hasn't been done in 15 plus years, when you know you guys are the two captains and you guys get to get drafted together and come do that together, I mean, it just creates this special bond um, that really nothing can take it away, you know, not even. Bears versus Raiders when we're playing each other. You know, we're still we're still buddies, but we'll still both punch each other. <laughs> so that is it from Raiders practice this week. Thanks once again to Russell who uh, headed down to practice and got all that for us. Uh, he is the host of the Raiders Podcast UK along with George. Um, as I said before, if you want to get involved in this sort of thing, obviously not necessarily the Raiders, but with other teams, then we're looking to start podcasts for all thirty-two teams in the league and. We can offer opportunities like this for you to go and say see practice, talk to some players, all that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, get in contact. As I said at the start, George, I'm sorry, Russell, only got in contact like five, six weeks ago. And yeah, he's uh, there this week and talking to John Gruden and Derek Carr and these other players. So yeah, get in contact. You can find us on Twitter at first and ten underscore and on Facebook at first and ten. Well, not sorry, just first and ten. You know, you know how Facebook works. Obviously, I don't. But yeah, thanks for listening and uh, stay in touch.